Welcome to the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm John Rabin, and uh, back with you for uh, episode 156. And I'm going to make this quick because uh, I've got uh, things to do. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's just some things to do for before my, my wife is uh, she's going on a trip. And she is going on a vacation to New York and Boston and Maine and, uh, I don't know, a bunch of places with some friends. So, going to take her to the airport this weekend, and then she's going to be gone for nine days. Nine. She went to Europe when we were first dating, but this is uh, this different. Huh. Yeah, so so expect the next week's episode of this. Expect some kind of... Um, I foresee the, the episode being like an hour and a half. I don't know. It's like, it's like somebody listen to me. <laughs> Please. I'm all alone. I won't be all alone. I'll have two cats and a dog. Um... But um, but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna watch a bunch of movies and TV shows that I've been, you know, meaning to watch that uh, that she has absolutely no interest in. Um, like a lot of like psychological or like crime, especially like grit- British crime stuff, and like uh, weird psychological TV shows that are like real like crazy and what like that kind of shit I'm gonna watch all that kind of shit and uh, probably play a lot of Xbox and do some writing um I doubt that the writing's gonna happen but like I you know I, I like to think that oh yeah I'll have some time to myself maybe I'll do some writing <laughs> you know, you know how it is. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take this weekend off. I'm not going to go to work. I'm going to take some time off and then I'm going to get to uh, creating art. Like, you know, I've got that, that time. I'm going to finish that novel. You know, whatever it is. You're there. You get it. It's the, uh, it's that optimistic, you know, yeah, uh, it, this sounds nice, like I'm going to put forth an effort to do that, but uh, when when it comes down to it, maybe I'll just uh, eat pizza in my boxers. Maybe I'll just do that. That'll be my art, I'm thinking. Um, so, yeah, I got to get uh, some things done and prepared. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see. But uh, I... Don't have I don't have any current current events or anything to talk about. I can tell you that much because I have avoided for the past couple of days any kind of um, new you know what's going on in the news. I don't know. I have no idea. I have not paid attention. Today at work, I listened to a few podcasts and they were all about fantasy football. I'm not kidding. That's what I listened to. John, is fantasy football coming up? It's not. No, there's months. There's months to go. So it doesn't make any sense to to think about it now. But uh, but I'm doing it because uh, because I enjoy it. And you know, 
I don't know. I've heard enough about the NBA playoffs, which have been exciting, by the way. Just when you thought, uh, you know, it's like, oh, there's no reason to watch the NBA. It's just these super teams. Well, all the super teams are out, and that's what's exciting. It's four teams left, and uh, man. And like all of them, two of them have never won a championship. One won uh, a championship in the 50s, and the other in the 80s. So this is, from my, my standpoint, exciting. If, uh, if the Clippers get knocked out, that means there's not a single New York or L.A. team that will win the championship. And that's, that's just great for me personally. I know you don't care. Uh, so what I wanted to do here just real quick, and then uh, I'll let you go on with your day, um, is I've, I've been thinking about how... And I've touched on this because it's it's kind of been a, and it's weird because I've you know I've been sober almost nine years now. In a few months, it'll be nine years. But it's it's just now, I'm just now realizing how not special alcoholics and addicts are. <laughs> and what I mean, not not special, unique, unique in the uh, well, we've got a problem that they, that. Uh, nobody else has kind of a deal. And it's not that. It's not that it's... It's it's unique in that, um, you know, we use a substance for whatever reason because of the mental illness. But the mental illness that we suffer from or the trauma or the PTSD or whatever reason that we use is the same problems that other people have, which is why I've, you know, that's what I've kind of come to... You know, they're all different, but it's all kind of the same. Hey, maybe you need to work on yourself or get therapy kind of for. And I get it. You know, it's kind of been ongoing that it's more and more I'm, I'm realizing that. That, um, you know, that the reason that the 12-step uh, program was so weird is that it came about at a time when it wasn't a manly thing to go to therapy um, you know, society or anybody, anybody go to therapy, but especially men. So they needed something that wasn't, you know, seeing a shrink that you were crazy. Um, so they came up with this, uh, oh, it's a, you know, no, it's like there's steps. It's like an instruction booklet with 12 steps. No, you just go through it, you know, like you would be assembling a, a you know, a, a dinette set. But instead, it's your, uh, you know, disease. Uh, so, yeah. So it's it's kind of one of those things that uh, that I've been thinking about, and uh, and also in relation to me, that I realize there's a lot of because of that. There's not just one reason that people are addicted. Like we can say that you know I've got the addictive whatever disorder, the brain disorder that. Uh, doesn't allow me to drink like a quote unquote regular person or to do drugs, you know, or to do drugs like a regular person or whatever, uh, where you can just do them and then go, oh, that was a fun weekend. Now back to my job and, uh, you know, structure. So it's, but I've been thinking about it in terms of me specifically and 
Uh, to the question, the, the main question, which is, um, which I don't know if I've even covered very often. I think I have maybe a couple of times, but I don't remember the last time I've done it on the podcast, which is why I started doing heroin. It's just like a, it, it, it seems like a simple question, right? Just why did you do heroin? And I think in the past, all I've said is uh, basically, I think the, the answer I gave, which was honest, but seemed a little simplified, which is uh, I was bored. That's why I do anything. It's because I was bored. Life was boring to me. So I'm like, hey, let me do that. I think that was the the response I gave. And I think it's and it's a little bit more complicated you know, because we don't like to. I don't like to say that uh, you don't want to support the theories that people are like, oh, you know, it's because of Hollywood and it's because of people glorifying drugs and and, you know, like smoking, like that smoking's a big thing with the well, we can't show smoking in movies. It's glorifying smoking and all this other stuff. And, and the people who say this are, you know, the most boring, square, lame ass motherfuckers. So you don't want to agree with them. You don't want to support anything that that they're saying. You're like, I'm not siding with that guy. I'm not even going to say that anything that he's saying is even somewhat valid or even partially true. Fuck you. Leave my movies alone. Leave my music alone. I don't want my rock stars sober and boring. That's kind of the, the, the thought process, right? But if I'm being honest, yeah, I think that has something to do with it. Because there's a lot of simple answers I could give as to why I did did heroin. Um, I could blame somebody else. I could say that um, because I was my girlfriend at the time was doing pills, um, dabbling with them. You know, just recreationally um and i would do a little bit of that and then she suggested it was her idea and i said no at first but then thought about it and then eventually agreed because heroin heroin was cheaper and and a better high than say vicodin or hydrocodone like the hydrocodone um or anything like that. It was easier to get. Cheaper, better high. So you could blame society. You could blame the, uh, the you know, well, you know, if you just gave, made it more accessible to get uh, prescription, you know, that, that would be safer than questionable. Like you could do that. You could blame somebody else. Well, somebody else's idea, you know, she like she pressured me with peer pressure in my 30s. Um, but I think it's just a bunch of different things. I think, you know, that's that puts it in the right time, the right opportunity for me. But when I start thinking about every rock star that I liked, either they all, you know, they all did heroin. Many of them had a problem with it. A couple of them died because of it. 
So you think, well, doesn't that, uh, shouldn't that dissuade you? You know, the death. And I think it's, you know, I think I, my reasoning was, yeah, maybe it won't, yeah, it won't happen to me. But even if it does, I'll be able to stop you know, and I'll, I'll be able to come out of it, you know, a more interesting person. I'm serious. This is what I thought. Because it just was like, I could just think about it and just go, yeah, no, you know what? I'm in control of what I'm doing. And if it gets too bad, I'll just get out of it. It'll be a little rough, but I'll get out of it, you know, and I'll be like, yeah, that was an experience, boy, you know, and then um, be a more, yeah, more developed. I'll have that experience under my belt. And and that's the that's the thing that really gets me is when I think about it, because because I'll because I've heard people in recovery rooms and telling stories about how like the insanity about, uh, oh, you know, I can't, you know. You know, I, I, my thought process and everything else, and I don't know what I was thinking or, um, you know, not remembering why you were a certain way. And, and that's what it, uh, for me, I, like, I distinctly remember making the decision and, and, you know, going, eh, you know, I'm bored. Let's do it. Kind of a thing. You know, this is how I want to live. I want to live on the edge. I don't think anything will kill me. And by the way, I'm not wrong. Still alive. But, uh, you know, I haven't been proven wrong yet. At some point, I will. But uh, but that's that's really, it's a bunch of different factors. But, you know, I have to be honest and say that knowing the people that I liked, the musicians that I liked or certain, you know, icons they all did heroin you know it's dangerous kills people it's not great and yet at a certain level you're like it seems fucking cool I like to do do cool shit if I had to boil it down it's like I want to do cool shit I want to self-destruct but only a little bit and and then, of course, it turned out that it took a lot longer for me to quit than I thought when it did go bad, because it didn't go bad right away. It never does. But that's the thing is that I still remember. It feels weird to me being uh, somebody who used to be a, a junkie who um, didn't get addicted to a substance because of a pain issue. Or because of trauma. You know, it wasn't something I was trying to deal, like run from, in a, you know, like from a trauma, from, from pain. I wasn't trying to run from pain. That was not at all my case, which is why it feels weird when people are like, hey, can you help me? Do you have any advice or anything for me? And I'm like, because I don't feel like... Uh, 
not that I'm, yeah, that I'm different, but I don't, it almost feels inauthentic. Like I'm like, I don't feel like an authentic addict, like it's serious, like people, like other people who've gotten clean or sober. Like if I'm being honest, it feels like to me that I, like I'm a halfway alcoholic and addict because I feel like I've always been in control of what, of my, my decision-making like waiting till the last minute and finally getting help and finally deciding to do stuff like get to a point. And that may not be true. It's probably not, but it still feels that way. It feels like it's like, uh, like I don't have any authority to be speaking about, uh, self-destruction. You know, I feel like I did it to myself and, you know, because of a selfish way, just cause I wanted to. And, uh, so it's interesting. It's interesting to think about that because I still feel that way. I don't think it's true. I think it's it's just as, you know, I think that that's the, uh, the, the mental illness of addiction. I think that that is the convincing, your, you know, myself that the, the whole control issue thing is that, you know, to fully believe that would mean to at some point convince yourself that if you are in control and you were able to, and I was able to do that the whole time, I could get back on the train if I wanted to, which I can't, you know, I've, I've almost died enough times to go, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that again. So, but it's just thinking about it in, in terms of, um, you know, how much, you know, wh when do you need help when you, when you don't? And, uh, it's just trying to think things out and, you know, I'm just talking things out here. This is like, I've said, uh, several times, this is my meeting. This is what I do for a meeting is, is to think about things and try to talk it out every once in a while. And that's what, that's what I was thinking about. So why? Yeah. So I, you know, that's why I did heroin because I thought it was cool. People who I thought were cool did it. Thought I could, uh, thought it wouldn't kill me. And like I said, technically I was correct, but man, was it a pain in the ass. Boy, self-destruction isn't fun. I'm like, I don't recommend it. It's a lot of work. Still trying to recover. <laughs> you know it still makes me think about things because I'd rather I'd rather be on the other side of that on the previous side before I started I'd rather be on that side where I could uh, drink a little bit maybe uh, maybe I could smoke weed at that time uh, and continue to do that to where I could at least have a little bit of a buzz to quiet thoughts but instead, I'm thinking at a rapid pace all the fucking time. And man, is that annoying. It's like, shut the fuck up, brain. I think that's why I like Xbox so much. I can just get lost in the freaking game. And it's like just cutting it off. Same thing with uh, sports, just watching the game. Just, you know... 
not worried about a plot or anything, just getting lost in it. Maybe maybe taking a little bit of CBD just to kind of, you know, a little way back in the background, kind of a slight calming feeling. Uh, and then just uh, that's that's about all I can do is just kind of. That's why I like lo-fi, a lot of ambient music, just to have it, just to kind of get lost, kind of the uh, kind of the casual uh, meditation, because that's all I got. And that, you know, it doesn't suck, but it's kind of like a, yeah, no, this is what I got to do. I made my choice, you know what I mean? So anyway, that's, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Thank you for letting me talk that out. I hope everybody out there is doing all right. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. Um, hope therapy is going well. How about that? This is the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm John Rabin. We'll see you next week. Later.